Today we have a simple question for you on Kingdom Speak. What bothers you the most? The things you know or the things that you don't? Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. You know, I heard something about you the other day. I don't know about that. You did, eh? Yeah. Well, I, I can't tell you, though. It's a, it's a it's, secret. It's a secret. <sighs> yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to Kingdom Speak. Thank you for joining us again. Yes, thank you. If you haven't heard us in a while, we're glad you're back. We That's missed right. you. Yes. Been uh, waiting on you. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you really matter to us. You really do. We're going to prove it to you. Here's a review that came in on our website. Did you know we had a website? We do. Do we? Yeah, we do. What is it? It's kingdomspeak.ca. There's amazing content on there, premium content for subscribers. Is the .ca for California? Uh, no, that's for Canada. That's oh, where okay. we are. A? 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 <laughs> Give me some poutine. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So on our website, you're going to find content. You're going to find these amazing coffee mugs that are you need shipped one. across the world. Coffee uh, goes to another level. Yeah. Don't put tea in it, whatever you do. Yeah. And... You can also leave us a review. So if you don't leave us a review on uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts or if you don't leave us a comment on YouTube, head on our website and leave us a review. So this is what uh, this listener did. So have listen to this. I listen to Kingdom Speak every day. Highest quality content available. Insight, timely, and inspiring. I've listened to several episodes multiple times. Also recommended to the church I pastor in most services from the pulpit. Well, we pay extra for that. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. True apostolic doctrine and conversation. Thank you and God bless. That is from Pastor Rick Bray. So, hey, Pastor Bray, God bless you. Thank you very much for that. All the way from Idaho. Congratulations on leaving us a review. You yes. have reached a new level in your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, People uh, must think we're so narcissistic. Yeah, they've got. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> you know, I don't want to know what you truly think of me. I really don't want to know. Well, I'd like to tell you, but it's a secret. <laughs> if if we had enough tape that we could rant about producer Randy, would you want to hear it? Would you want to hear it, producer Randy? No, I don't want to know. You know, a couple of weeks ago we. We made sure everybody knew that we love each other and Yep. Mm. Yep. We qualify for the first John Love Abroad, Shed Abroad Love, mm. Shed Abroad. Mm. Love your brother. Mm-hmm. We just don't act like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really fit the, the narrative. We gotta get to the works part now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the question today is do you really want to know? I'm going to answer yes. You, I, I think by Wait. nature you do. Let, let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, has this ever happened to either one of you guys where growing up you were privy to the beginning of a conversation, sitting around the table or oh, in the I living room, yes. and then all of a sudden they said, <laughs> hey, hey, just, just run, run on down the hall. Go go play Lego. Go, you know. Plug your ears. This is an adult conversation. Yeah. 
go to your room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I want to know how many went around the yes. corner and just laid oh, their yeah. head on the grate. You know it. Yeah. No, I didn't. I went straight yeah. to my room. Eve dr- eavesdropping. <laughs> yeah. Then I next on week the f- we're doing an episode on lying. <laughs> <laughs> I laid on the floor with my ear, yeah, against the door and exactly. You do know you can drop your phone on the counter and listen to it through your AirPods. Couldn't then. That works. That I couldn't works. then. That's kind of creepy. It is. Yeah. Catch you actually see. think big tech's listening to us? What do you think? Oh, nope. man. I say no. No? We're not important enough. Really? I don't think so. Mark, if you're listening. Yeah. There was just something that would happen in those moments mm. that if... If they would have let you sit there and listen to it, right now we wouldn't be able to recall what they were talking about. But we remember that they didn't let us stay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right? There's just something about not knowing or not being made privy to something, a secret. So there's this thing called FOMO, fear of missing out. Really? Yeah. And they have actually... Is there like a hashtag for that? Yeah. Wow. You got to be careful with that kind of stuff. Uh, I guess you do. But yes, fear of missing out. And there are really? people who profess to actually have the phobia of, which I think is just your human nature, honestly. I think it's part of who we are. Yeah. I don't think we can even blame it on the fall. All right. Although... So it's not a part of the curse. Oh, No. But it brought the curse on. <laughs> oh, it was there before yeah, the curse. It was there before the curse. Very good point. Yes. Very good point. So it's kind of like it's not created. part of our fallen nature. I think it's part of our created nature. How about that? Wow. Wow. Boy, I'm glad I tuned in already today, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Because I would always think that that would be part of the fall. That, you know, but I guess the crave for knowledge is what got us here. It is. It is. Hmm. Hmm. There's an interesting scripture that I think we need to, to look at at the offset of what we're, the subject matter Actually, we're talking about Actually, just go to your today. room and we're going to talk about the scripture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn it down real low. Yeah. Hey, let's just do the, the lip thing. And we'll, just read, kinda like, <laughs> we'll read the scripture and make you go Google it to figure out where we are. <laughs> give, him the, give him the wrong reference. The secret things belong. Oh, you got to give him the reference. Deuteronomy. 29, 29. Yes. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. Oh, just a second. You, they, don't, they don't belong to me? I'm highly offended at that. So you're, you're telling me secrets belong to God? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it says. Right. But those things which are revealed yes. belong unto us. Yes. And to our children forever. Well, that we may do all the words of this law. So we, here's the takeaway of everything we're going to talk about for the next few minutes. The takeaway is this. You are not responsible Mm -hmm. for what you don't know, for what God does not show you. All right. Secrets belong to God. They're his responsibility. Mm -hmm. Revelation Mm -hmm. is something that belongs to you. Hmm. That is my and your responsibility. The moment that God reveals anything to us, there is a role of responsibility shift. Mm -hmm. 
Secrets are God's mm. until he chooses to reveal them. This opens up a very interesting discussion that, that needs to center around the concept of revelation. Yeah, Revelation in and of itself is not something that you discover about God. It is something that God yes. self-discloses to you. Right. He reveals himself yeah. to you. Okay? It's not a new piece of God. No. <laughs> no. And you if if he if he deems that that particular piece of knowledge, that secret mm-hmm. is not to be yours, it remains his. Then you'll never discover it. Yeah. Dig as much as you want. That's exactly right. He is the master at he buried Moses and they still haven't found him. <laughs> like when God buries something, it's a secret. And 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 the devil can dispute over it and he can try to find you're not gonna find it. If, if looking, boys. That's yeah. it. Keep digging. Colder, colder, yeah. colder. Yeah. You guys ever do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there's an interesting thing before we get unpacking this farther that I think we need to address right now, and, and it is this. Secrets belong to God. The things which are revealed belong to us. Mm. We need to be more concerned about how we handle what is revealed than becoming preoccupied with pursuing what is still disclosed. Oof. Mm. Oh, that, that hits me right in my human nature. Ah, it does. It does. And so I, I can hear the critic and the skeptic now. Oh, so I'm not supposed to know. I don't want, him, want to know anymore about God. Well, just don't hit pause yet. It's not mm. what we're talking about. Mm. But, but if we're not careful, we mm. become more obsessed with what we don't know about God. And that, as a result, contributes to us mishandling mm. what we already know about God, holding the truth in unrighteousness. Yep. Well, I mean, let's, let's not get any further than Genesis. Hath God said. Yeah. Yeah. So testing their knowledge of. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And this, this, this encompasses every aspect of humanity. It, it, it encompasses every aspect of the Christian's walk with God. Yes. Not just revelation about doctrine, mm. found, foundational elements of what make us apostolic. Mm. doctrines of holiness, theological subject matter, but also just life, Mm -hmm. just life. Why did this happen? Why did God allow this to happen? I'm sure that there's anyone in our audience that could say either they've experienced this Mm. or they've spoken with someone that has experienced it. Or why did God allow this to happen? So they're driven by finding the answer to the why. And until God reveals that secret, mm-hmm. until he reveals it, you got to operate with what he has given you. Okay? So we don't want to be better, but but here's, here's, where, here's where Moses ties it in Deuteronomy 29 to a generational transcendence. He said, you bear up the responsibility of what I have revealed to you so that you can hand it off to your children. That's right. They belong unto us and to our children. children. Yep. Listen. Yep. 
Secrets are not what you hand off. Revelation is what you hand off. Hand off what you know. Hand off what you know. Don't be guilty of handing off what you don't know. I don't want my son to be able to recite all the questions that I have about God. Oh, man, that's so true. That's so true. That bleeds out of people, doesn't it? Oh. Right? They're always concerned about the one that got away. Yeah. And they got four in the basket. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So he can't quote one God scriptures. He's yeah. not sure how to be born again. Can't teach a Bible study, no. but he can sure ask the questions as to why did God not do this for my mom and dad? <laughs> I don't want to hand off the questions. I want to hand off the revelation. That's my responsibility is to hand off revelation, not to focus on questions. So good. So the secrets belong to God. But as you were saying, you were, you, were, you were leading us down the path towards Genesis here, and yep. that's obviously just naturally yeah. where we go because yeah. it's the origin yep, it is. of everything that we're talking about. Revelation, when God chooses to reveal, i.e. himself, mm. or context to the events of life, to an individual— Revelation is the greatest expression of divine trust yeah. in humanity. That's the it. fact that he's ever revealed himself to you lets you know that he trusts you with what he is fixing to give you. That truth, whether it be a theological truth, a doctrinal truth, or just a truth about life and the events that you have been subject to. He gives it to you when you can handle it. Mm-hmm. Revelation is the greatest expression of divine trust in humanity. So could I flip that on its head and say that leaving the secrets to God would be the greatest expression of human trust in divinity? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, but let me, let me give you this statement. It works both ways. If totally it does. It's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. If God can trust you with revelation, uh, yeah. <laughs> you've got to be able to trust him with secrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because there, there, there is this whole concept that really uh, bled, okay, that insatiable desire within humanity to know. We yep. want to know. Yep. We want to know. And we automatically think that the individual, God, pastor, teacher, parent, mm-hmm. yep. whoever, Whoever knows the secret has got something against me because if they love me, they'd tell me. Yep. Every time. Yep. We automatically get this little ch- yep. this little chip on our shoulder, as it were, that the only reason that you wouldn't tell me something mm. is because you're trying to keep me into the rank and file of the ignorant. Mm. That has never been God's intention. That's right. Mm. God was never about banishing Adam and Eve to the demographic of ignorance. No. We just, I don't want you to know anything about me. I don't want you to know anything about how things operate. Right. I just want to keep you in ignorance. So just don't eat of the tree of knowledge. No knowledge for you. And if we're not careful, the devil can can begin playing on our minds 
and going, well, well, God must not trust you because if he trusted you, he would tell you. Mm-hmm. He would show it to you. He would reveal it to you, hath God really said. How come God doesn't want you to eat that fruit anyway? Because he knows that if you get knowledge, you'll be like him. Right. God's hiding it from you. Right. It's a scam. Right. Yeah. And the idea is that the entirety of their ability to remain in paradise, this is this is a big thing right here. The, the foundation of paradise mm-hmm. is trust that God reveals the knowledge you need rather than you having to discover the knowledge you think you need. Oof, let's bomb that. Wow. That, that is why. Wow. That is why God got so upset. Yeah. Okay, it's disobedience. We understand that. It was it was a, a blatant disregard to a command that God had given. So we got to give it that. It's a multifaceted response. Right. But mm. could it be that this God that loved them enough to come down and walk in the cool of the day with them, mm-hmm. what do you think they talked about? They walked with the voice of God. Do you mm-hmm. suppose that he might have just like told them stuff? Oh, he yes. revealed. You know. <laughs> yes, you know he did. Oh, you yes, know. yes, you know he did. Yes. he just revealed himself to them, yes. and he was able to measure it out and say, "Now, now you can handle this." So let me tell you this about who I am. Mm-hmm. Maybe let me tell this, tell you about this about you. Where do you think Adam got the idea to name things like he named them and to? Mm. To operate in that superior sphere of intellectualism. He got that from walking with God. And I think what absolutely, again, in addition to the disobedience and the blatant disregard for divine direction, I think God was upset that they started to go to a tree for knowledge instead of walking with him for revelation. What an insult. Oh. You could ask me? You can ask me anything. Yeah. You got to totally understand an angry God. Yeah, absolutely. You had Ask a, me, Adam, whatever you want right, to ask me. Right. You had a metered dose every day of what you could handle for starters. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So it is, it is that that got them kicked out of the garden. Mm-hmm. Paradise ceased to exist. Their admission to paradise ceased to exist the moment that they began trying to discover truth mm-hmm. instead of walking with truth. Yep, that's right. Yep. Yep. The transmission of knowledge, revelation is rooted. Huh. Revelation is rooted in relationship. It's not rooted in whenever I want to discover something, I will just wander up to this tree and I'll grab a piece of fruit and consume it at my leisure. Yeah, because you won't do that. Because you won't do that. You won't. This thing is built so that you walk with God and as you mature in your walk with God, God goes, do you know what? Co-host Derek can understand this about me now. Mm. That's right. You got to believe that. Yep. Well, let's put a little more book on it. Genesis? Romans. Oh, we're going to go to Romans. Romans chapter 1. For I'm not ashamed. I, Paul says, am not ashamed. 
of the gospel of Christ. Right. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Yes. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Oh. That's oh. the word. The righteousness of God is revealed. From faith to faith, as it is written. It but, is revealed. <laughs> Go ahead. The just shall live by faith. Ah. For the wrath of God is revealed <laughs> from heaven against all ungodliness and righteousness of men. Yes. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Ah. Listen, it's your responsibility what you do with the truth he revealed to you. So you better make sure, you better make sure you really want to know before you ask him. That's right. Because the moment that he pulls it out of his divine pocket, and it leaves his pocket as a secret. Mm-hmm. It's dropped in yours as revelation. And at that moment, he's no longer responsible for it. You and I are. Secrets belong to God. Revelation belongs to men. So what I'm hearing you say, Pastor McKillop, is be careful what you ask for. Ah, Be careful yes. what you pray for. Ignorance is not always bad. Man, this is Job, right? Totally. When God starts pointing the double barrel shotguns at Job and say, all right, you want to talk to me about some stuff? Let well, me ask you a few questions. There you go. Exactly. That's a perfect example. You're going to start putting me on trial? <laughs> You're trying to discover why I allowed this to happen and I allowed this to happen and I allowed this to happen? Well, I got a question to ask you. Where were you, Exactly. Pal? <laughs> Bro, that's, exactly. that's freaky. That kind of questioning goes to another level yeah. altogether. It's, yeah. it's scary. Do you know what that does? That leaves you standing at the tree of knowledge going, uh. Yeah. Because God's got more to reveal to us than the mere frame of humanity can even begin to, to buck up under. Mm. We cannot control the amount of revelation that God could give us. He loves us too much to tell us everything. It wouldn't if we couldn't handle it. So he clearly says here, Paul's caught that revelation that righteousness is revealed, revealed mm. from faith to faith. So revelation is progressive. Mm. Yes. As you walk with God and your faith increases, then he goes, man, I'm seeing growth in that young man. I'm seeing growth in this child of God. Mm. I see they have more faith than what they had when they were praying about it last year, six months ago, maybe five or 10 years ago. I'm going to go ahead and give them that answer now. Why? Because their faith has progressed to a point that they can handle the context that they've been asking. Right. Faith to faith. And also wrath. Oh, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll let you expound on that. Go uh, ahead. No, I'm good. <laughs> Incredible. Do you, Incredible I, stuff. I guess, I, I guess it's this. I don't want to lose. I don't want to run the risk of losing the intrinsic value of what he's showed me. Uh-huh. Pursuing what he has chosen not to reveal to me yet. This is not an excuse. Uh, we, we better put this disclaimer in. This is not an excuse just to never pray and never ask God to speak to you and never. No, no. Mm. Mm. No, you walk with God. For sure. In the cool of the day. And you say, now, God, can I handle anything more about you today? Do you, do you think I'm up to understanding? Here, there, There's another scripture that really fits in with this in Psalms 131. Psalms 131. 
verse 1 says, Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Oh, hmm. so I don't exercise myself in things that are just beyond me. David, so I, I can see them sitting around the fire and, 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 and they're cave hopping. Why am I the anointed one in a cave outrunning a man who's sitting on my throne that'll kill me if he has an opportunity? This hmm. doesn't make sense to me. Why, God? Somewhere David had to get the revelation that, you know what, I've just got to stop asking that. I've got to stop. I've got to stop exercising myself in matters that are beyond me. And I just got to trust God with secrets. And he'll trust me with revelation when I can handle it. When I can handle it. That's so important. Um, I just remember this. I read the book by Brent McCracken about the wisdom pyramid. And he talks about man's desire for knowledge. Yes. And the fact that humanity does three things. They they eat things too fast. Okay. They eat too much. And they eat only what they want. So in other words, you don't eat what's good for you. You eat what you want. So mm -hmm. those are the three flaws in how we eat. Too fast. Right. Too much. Too much. And only what... Only what, Appe only what appeases you. Appeases or appeals to you. Okay. It's like it's like we always want to know the answers to everything. We want to know without going through the process. That's the too fast part. And all we want to happen to us is what we want. Well, for sure. <laughs> right. For sure. That's the human and nature. And so let me ask you this. If God's supposed to reveal everything to us, why is it a walk by faith? Mm -hmm. You don't get to binge on anything. The element of faith is that when you can't see the things that that you even desire to see, you keep walking. That's right. Mm. Growing. Yes. Maturing, exercising that spiritual man with the hope that at some point you'll be able to realize that which right now you only dream of possessing in faith. Incredible. In faith. And one more thing about Job before we kind of flip gears is, you know, when Job says, though he slay me, I've always marveled that Job never ever put his losses above God in any way. He always had, this is back to, back to David being self-aware yeah. of about things aren't too, yeah. things too high for me. David didn't deny that there were things too high for him. He said, right. You know, I know where I am and I know where that is, and that's too much. Yep. Job does the same thing and he says, You know what? I've lost all this stuff. Though he slay me, blessed be the Lord. Yep. I'll still trust him. Oh man. I'm gonna trust him with the secrets. Man, I hope I can do that. I hope I can do that. Wow. It flies counterculture uh, to the narciss narcissists. Yes. Who, everything is about them. I don't think very many of them would say that. Okay, and and Let's let's take that a step farther. You you both have heard me say this repeatedly mm. in teaching, maybe even on previous episodes, that I really believe that the church, the apostolic church, is the closest thing to the Garden of Eden mm -hmm. on earth today. Eden was paradise. Yes. Adam and Eve were kicked out of paradise. 
because they began seeking knowledge from the wrong source. It is not that God wanted them to be ignorant. It was that he wanted to be the source. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can never. He built them to be complex. Right. He did it. We're built in his image. He did it. And he's all knowing. Yeah. Okay. So he, he, they, they wanted to know and God was okay with them knowing. He wanted to be the one that told them. So by turning the apple cart, as it were, upside down, Mm. they are now pursuing the answers from something that he wants to be the answer to. That, that is what gets them kicked out of the garden. Mm -hmm. How many times, so this is the question, how many times have you seen someone walk away from God? They walk walk out on church, the closest thing to paradise Mm -hmm. on planet Earth is the church. But it's the same seminal sin that drives them out. Mm -hmm. They are seduced to pursue knowledge from the wrong sources. Wow. And they end up trading. Get me now. Yeah. Get me now. They end up trading the garden for a tree. That's right. If you, if you are willing to walk with God and get your answers from God, you can eat of every tree in the garden. The tree of life. You can enjoy the paradise of God. And I understand that we're still in a fallen world. I'm not, I'm not wandering off into the shadowy recesses of dominion theology. All I'm telling you is that <laughs> <laughs> paradise. Rabbit, rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit <laughs> yeah, hole. Exactly. Come back. Come exactly. Back. We're back on the rails here. But paradise is being in that place with God where he speaks to you. And you don't of your own free will and own inspiration go to the tree and begin consuming the knowledge you desire. Mm. You trust him to reveal it to you when you can handle it. If you're willing to do that, you get to stay in the garden. You know what the bad thing about eating off a tree is? There's only fruit for a season. Very good. Very good. Absolutely. So Absolutely. there's that's good. There's pleasures and sin for a season. There'll be some fruit you can eat. Yeah, and there's this whole side which we don't have time to get in, but let me just go ahead and like just mm-hmm. drop it. Mm-hmm. The things that the knowledge they consumed, mm-hmm. the things that were revealed to them or they discovered to keep it consistent by consuming forbidden fruit. It revealed things to about themselves before it revealed about anybody else. Yes. I don't know what they were expecting to get out of it. The flaws. Yeah. (laughs) But the first thing it revealed to them was their own vulnerabilities. We're naked. Yeah. And now we're ashamed. Mm hmm. Consuming knowledge, if the objective for consuming knowledge is to gain the upper hand over other people, <laughs> it often reveals the flaws about you. Sure Disappointing. Does. Yeah. You'll Disappointing. Be, you will be disappointed. Oof. Another rabbit hole, maybe, maybe it isn't a rabbit hole, maybe we talk about this a while, but is about the whole topic of foreknowledge. Hmm. Or predestination. So what what am I supposed to know? And what are the things that God has laid out for me to discover? 
Well, absolutely. And and what role does uh, prophecy play in that? And what role? Yeah. So, do you visualize it kind of like on a timeline that you know what? As you get to it, you're going to faith to faith. Is it kind of like that? So, first first and foremost, we know that the only thing predestined is the church. That's right. Mm-hmm. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. It is predestined to victory. So the vessel does have is predestined. Whether you're on it is not. So individualized predestination is not biblically sound. Albeit, we often confuse the foreknowledge of God mm-hmm. and how that interreacts with my day-to-day existence. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And That's we right. and we and we 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 begin thinking, well, I'll just be whatever he's supposed I'm supposed to be, and and well, then where's your free will in this? Right, right. I, I don't understand how predestination and free will can be coexistent. They can't on an individualistic level. Can't, it can't. Can't happen. So, but there's a prime example of this in in First Samuel, um, I think it's chapter 23, where Saul is pursuing David, and he comes to the men of Keilah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's there. Go, go ahead and read. Um, start at verse 10. Then said David, O Lord. God, actually, can you start at verse 9? Okay. Start at 9. Yep. David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. Mm. And he said to Abiathar the priest, bring hither the ephod. So it wasn't a secret what Saul was doing. That's right. David knew. David knew it. David knew. David knew it. So David said, "O Lord God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come up to Keilah." But but did okay. I, I hate jumping back in here, but he said to Abiathar the priest, "Right, bring, bring me hither. the bring me the ephod." Right. So, in other words, I need some knowledge. Okay. Yep. But I want. It to come from the right place. Ah, wow. I want it to come from the anointed one. I need the priest mm. with the ephod, Urim and Thummim, mm-hmm. to tell me mm-hmm. the answer that I seek. I don't want to concoct it through my own wisdom. I don't want to come up with it. Mm. I want it to be revealed to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat it off a tree I want to get it from walking with God. So you can go after it in the right places. Yes. We need to learn to ask the right questions in the right places. Oh, wow. Man, in, a, in an age of information. Oh, man. Yeah. In an age of information. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going to get your knowledge Listen, from? It, it's very important. And we read, we're all readers, we all, we're sitting in, a, in my yeah. library. Man. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But I don't just wander to some secular library and try to find answers for spiritual problems. <sighs> some, that, that, that's a great big tree with a lot of fruit on it. But there has to be a driving source of bring, bring the question to Abiathar the priest. Mm-hmm. Let him get his hands on the ephod. Let God. God speak to him. God knew the answer that David needed. God knew before David even asked the question what David was going to ask. Mm. Oh, man. And so he goes to Abiathar the priest. Read. 
Then said David, O Lord God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard, just so you know, God, I know, (laughs) that Saul seeketh to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Right. Will the men of Keilah deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down? Man, he had questions, As thy servant hath heard. Yeah. O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. Yeah. And that's the end of the story. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's, That's it. And the Lord said... He will come down. He's going to come. Yeah. Yep. Then said David, will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? Then the Lord said, they will deliver thee up. Then David and his men, which were about 600, arose and departed out of Keilah and went whithersoever they could go. (laughs) Wow. So get this. Get this. There's There's a shift of responsibility. Secrets belong to God. Revelation belongs to men. Hmm. Okay? David had questions at the beginning of what we just read. He didn't have revelation. He had questions. So as long as he didn't have revelation, he wasn't responsible. As long as it was a secret, it was God's responsibility. The moment that God put it in David's hand, Mm -hmm. it became David's responsibility. What are you going to do with what you know? That's a perfect example for starters, back to the question of predestination to foreknowledge. In God's foreknowledge, God knew that Saul would come, and God knew that the men of Keilah would turn David over to Saul. That's foreknowledge. It's not predestination. Mm. It's foreknowledge because the next morning when they got up, Saul was there, but David was gone, so it didn't happen. David tapped into because David walked with God, if if you're to use the the consistency of the pattern from the beginning. He went to Abiathar the priest who had the ephod and said, what's what's God saying about this? Is Saul going to come? If he comes, are they going to turn me over? Yes, you're going to be turned over. Then now it's my responsibility that this revelation has come to me. I got to get out of this house. It's burning. I've got to get out of the city. I now have to act upon what was revealed. Mm-hmm. Up until that moment, it wasn't David's responsibility. Wow. When you come to church and you sit down and Abiathar stands to the pulpit and he grabs the ephod and he begins giving you the answers mm. that you have prayed for all week long and begins to unpack the intricacies of life And then he says, and this is what you're supposed to do. And you know he's operating exclusively within the realm of the anointing Mm -hmm. and revealed knowledge. He's not operating off of the low-hanging fruit that he has consumed all week. He is operating off of divine revelation because he got it when he was walking with God. At that moment, when the message is going forth, the responsibility shifts. It's no longer the responsibility of the secret holder. Yeah. It becomes the responsibility oh, yeah. of to whom the revelation was given. Exactly. Now you got to yeah. go home and do it. Yeah. From the pulpit to the pew. That's it. Yeah. There is a transfer that happens in the garden, yeah. in Eden, in the church, pulpit to pew. The secret now becomes yours. You now have a revelation and you've got to act on it. That is why you can teach a Bible study to somebody and tell them, you got to repent of your sins. You need to be baptized in the name of Jesus and unpack that. And when that revelation happens, 
Here's water, what doth hinder? Right. It's now. It's not my responsibility anymore. It's now yours. It's now your responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's now your responsibility. You better be careful what you ask for questions. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. This is good. This is good. Hope you guys are enjoying this today. Let us take a quick break here. And let me ask you if you've subscribed lately to Kingdom Speak. If you haven't subscribed, if this is your first time listening, now is the time to subscribe. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to us from. While you're at it, head over to kingdomspeak.ca, sign up uh, to be a Kingdom Speaker. There's exclusive premium content there every week. You don't want to miss it. So thanks again for being a part of Kingdom Speak. We are growing. Yes. We actually had a listener send us a note on YouTube from Malawi and wow. Africa. Wow. I don't know how many people you know in Malawi, but I don't know any. One now. We know one. Yeah. <laughs> one now. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going global, right? Share us. Look. Share us with your friends. So thanks again for joining us. Absolutely. I think um, diving back into the topic, and we're really we're really getting close to wrapping up here, but 1 Corinthians chapter 12 mm-hmm. and verse number 4 um, has some really interesting insight into this topic. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are diversities of administrations, but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Mm. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge. To another the word of knowledge Mm -hmm. by the same Spirit. Spirit-filled people are not ignorant. Hmm. God, through the workings of the Spirit, reveals knowledge to the body of Christ as it's needed. I'm, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure there's listeners that are joining us that can go immediately back to their mind to a setting, a conference, or a midweek Bible study where... You're hearing the word go forth, and, and, and all of a sudden, that prophetic atmosphere, it just, everything switches. It just switches mm. from a good session where the word of God is being broken, and all of a sudden, you just go, man, somebody needs to catch this. This is, this is, and the spirit brings the word of knowledge. It, it's not just exclusive to anointed leadership in the pulpit. But we've even seen it in a testimony yes. service. Someone get up yeah. and exhort yeah. that has absolutely no idea what is going on. But the Spirit knows what we need. It's not about keeping us in ignorance. I'm telling you, the church is not banished to ignorance. It is it is entreated to revelation through relationship, faith, being added to faith. Wow. So good. Faith being added so to good. faith. When hey, you, can I share this with you? Yes. So I looked this up. You know, you shouldn't look things up all the time. But What was you trying to discover? <laughs> the knowledge. <laughs> things you wish you never knew. <laughs> According to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, raw materials used for pre-cooked products are lower-grade muscle trimmings, fatty tissues, 
animal feet, and other edible slaughter byproducts. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Things you wish you'd never do. Oh! Don't. <sighs> yes. yes. Here's one more for you. There's a list, but the office keyboard could be one of the dirtiest things you have ever touched in your life. On average, the office keyboard has 400 times more bacteria than the toilet. Uh, oh. There are some things you're better off not to know. Yes. Have you ever been in a restaurant and walked by the kitchen? Oh, yes. And looked in and just went, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Oh. Once ooh. you see it, you can't unsee it. <sighs> you're responsible for it then. Yeah. You are. This has been so good today. That, man. that is why, really, we got to be careful. Um, I, I try to make a note of telling anybody that comes to speak to me one-on-one in confidence. I'm not going to share this. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear about this on Main Street. The amount of knowledge that you're giving me? Mm-hmm. No. We need to be careful about, you know, did you hear? Did you? Because once somebody knows something, they can't unknow it. And then they're responsible for it. That's right. Just thought of this verse. He that knoweth to do good. Well. And doeth it not to him it is mm-hmm. sin. Yes. If I know it. Responsible. I'm responsible. You're responsible. Absolutely. Wow. So there's this story about um, Eli sitting on the side of the room. Israel is in conflict with the Philistines. Bad day. It's a bad day. And the ark gets captured. And Hophni and Phinehas mm-hmm. die in the battle. And a Benjamite, I believe it is, comes running to where the 90-year-old dim-eyed Eli is sitting. And he just callously throws out some very heavy news. The ark's been captured. Have you, have you got the, the scripture there? Yeah, First Samuel 4. So we start reading uh, verse 15. Now Eli was 98 years old, and his eyes were dim that he could not see. And the man said unto Eli, I am he that came out of the army, and I fled today out of the army. And he said, What is there done, my son? Almost sounds like Job's messengers, don't it? <laughs> yeah. I am the only one left. And the messenger answered and said, Israel is fled before mm. the Philistines. And there hath been also a great slaughter among the people. And thy two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead. And the ark of God is taken. And it came to pass when he made mention of the ark of Here God that he fell from off the seat backward by the side of the gate and his neck break and he died. The structure of the man could not handle the weight of the revelation. Oh, man. And it killed him. It's like he could have handled the news of his sons, right? Yeah. But when he, but man, boy, the when ark, heard, the ark's gone, man. I, that's it. That's it. He couldn't handle. I'm just, I'm, I wish every child of God that's listening to this could accept what I'm fixing to tell you. 
and there's nobody, even those of us, myself included, I still have got more questions about life than I have answers. But if we don't get to the place where we trust God with the secrets and just work with what has been revealed, it might do us in. It might do us in. Here's the good news. When you need to know it, he's going to tell you. Hmm. Elijah leaves Mount Carmel. He runs to a cave, struggling with depression and suicide. God puts on the whole supernatural display of rocks being rent. and I mean, it, it's the whole show. Fire and, you know, the whole deal. And then a still small voice. And he begins having a conversation. Why, why are you here? What, 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 are you, what are you doing here? Well, I feel like I am the only one left. Okay? He, 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 that's, that's the space that his head was in. And at that moment, God said, well, I've got some knowledge that you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> this is fixing to change how your day is going to go. There are 7,000 that have not bowed a knee to Baal. So the things that God chooses not to reveal to us, there's a reason. We don't need it. The moment that we find ourselves in the grips and depths of despair, God reveals the things to us that we need to help us realize we're not alone. It's not the end of the journey. There's going to be a better tomorrow. You may not understand everything today, but keep walking with me. And as you grow from faith to faith, I'll reveal all the secrets to you. <laughs>